to be here. I hope you're happy to be here. If you're not happy to be here, um, do something else happy. <laughs> but I vote for happy. You'll probably get happy if you uh, join uh, just because happy is happening and you need to be a part. So uh, the topic that I have for today is your past doesn't have to define your future. This is huge because uh, we so often are captives to what we've known. And what ends up happening is a lot of times in that we project what we've known into our future and walk into that. Now, that is a good thing when kind of what you've known is security and being loved and being able to um, overcome obstacles and confidence and uh, being uh, expecting uh, good things from relationships and all of that. And where it's not been that, it can be very, very difficult. And sometimes because uh, we are, um, are experiential beings. Uh, we can get trapped in our past. We can get trapped in our past and then we start repeating cycles. And very often in repeating cycles that we don't want, if it's cycles of success, well, get down with your bad self, you know, but usually, um, that's not what people are, uh, are struggling with. We're struggling in, in cycles where we tend to repeat Patterns of behavior, relationship cycles, addictions, compulsions, uh, all of that in and live it out again. And, and that's because as a man thinketh in their heart, so are they. And that's really true. What are you thinking in your heart? Now, this is not just, uh, you know, I don't know about how many of you, um, maybe back in the day. And I, I know with my, uh, with my daughters, I remember going to the Christian bookstore and we got the in Christ realities. Did you get that? <laughs> the poster. Okay. And it was in Christ. I'm this, I'm that, I'm that, which is good. Uh, it really is good. And, and, and these are all kind of confessions and we're all like, it's almost like we're pledging allegiance to the flag, right? <laughs> and we're in Christ. We're this, we're that, we're this, we're that. And the, and the answer is yes, that and a bag of chips except where we're not tracking with it. You know, it, it's what you believe. It's the truth that you believe in your inner man or inner woman, inner person that sets you free and makes you free. So how I like to define it, because I do a lot of coaching to help people um, uh, through their challenges, yeah, is that we have a conscious being where we live, where we know the word of God. We know all those in Christ realities, right? And we can preach them. We can do five part sermons, all of that. And that's in our conscious realm. And then in our subconscious realm, we have this huge underneath the tip of the iceberg where, uh, which, where by design, there's default programs. And when those default programs are the programs that God was saying, I'm loved, I'm powerful, 
I'm accepted, I'm holy, um, without spot or blemish, I'm clean, I'm, um, I'm intelligent, uh, I'm, I'm an overcomer, I'm not alone, I'm safe. When they're all those good kind of programs, things go really well. Because what happens is your default programming says, well, I know I was in a car accident, but you know what? The world's basically a safe place. So, so, you know, I was protected in the car accident. So I don't need to be traumatized every single time I get in the car because this was a fluke and I walked out of it and I'm good to go. But when you have a program that says I'm not safe, then, you know, your, that's going to manifest in a bunch of ways. Maybe you get scared of driving. Maybe you have to, you know, sanitize every surface 500 times and hand wash till your skin falls off or, you know, all of that kind of thing. And so we're acting according to our default programming. And, you know, the word of God does say be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Okay. So, and that's not just your, now we need to understand with our intellect. Okay. Um, but there's an understanding that goes past our understanding. There's an understanding that goes past our comprehension. There's our, an understanding that's so big and so deep and is just truth and is in your knower that you know that you know. And when that understanding is what's resonating spirit to spirit, your spirit with the spirit of God in union with God, that we're able to operate in a place where that's what comes out as a default. Yeah. So I, and I, there was just a comment here. It's, I remember, Catherine, you would try to forgive, but you could not. The Lord showed you when you were a child, someone hurt you really badly. Yes. And so for me, the program in the place where I was wounded as a child, uh, just seriously wounded, right? Uh, devastated as a child. And I would try to forget it was really hard. The Lord had to go into that place of that memory of that wounding to heal that. And he's able to do that. You know, God, he may not change history, but he can change how, what history wrote on your heart. I'm going to say that again, because that was Jesus right there. I love that. Someone write that down. (laughs) So God doesn't necessarily change history, but he can change what that history wrote on your heart. So in other words, you're not defined by what happened to you. So in that case where there was um, incest and, you know, just real wounding things, right? It wrote some things on my heart and on my subconscious as well as my conscious, you know, uh, some really non-God things like I'm dirty, I'm bad, I'm whatever. There's something wrong with me. I'm shameful, something wrong, right? And And so God had to go into those places and literally rewrite what that wrote on my heart. And with that, what happened was it changed um, the fruit that came about because of those programs. And I learned I'm safe. I'm adored. I'm clean. Uh, I'm, I'm not a victim. I'm powerful. I can choose. I can be safe in my own skin. I can love who I am. Um, I can, um, love people that are the same gender of my, as my abuser. I, you know, all of these different things. And I, I learned, and that is freedom. Why? Because it was, he unwrote the programs that were written on my subconscious and rewrote his truth. So now that the truth, uh, was setting me free because the truth in my subconscious person was resonating with the truth that I knew to, knew to be true by the word of God.
right? And that's what he can do for you. So let me, let me give this some legs with scripture, um, because I've got some good ones. Uh, so let me just pull this up. And this is, this is really important because we're talking about your past does not need to define your future. So in, with that, um, with that scenario of that past, well, it didn't need to define every single male relationship I had. Um, it didn't need to define, um, my sense of self-worth. It didn't need to define, um, codependent relationships. It didn't need to define relationships where I had no boundaries. It didn't need to define relationships where I didn't have a voice. Okay. Um, like I am really good to go. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. And I definitely have a voice, which is why we're here because they're valuable things that God wants to speak through me and value perspectives that I can bring and then bring my guests on to share as well. So let's go to, I want to figure out which one I wanted. Um, okay. So we're talking about God, uh, uh, causing you to rewrite your future, that your past does not need to define your future. So let's go to Philippians uh, 2, uh, 13. <clears throat> I'm reading this in the Amplified Classics. I surprised someone because they expected me to do the message, which I love as well. Um, but this one I particularly love. It says, not in your own strength. Okay, so I love that already. <laughs> I don't, I don't need to come up with it. You don't need to come up with it, right? It's not in your own strength for it is God. Okay. So this is on God who is all the while. That means ongoing. Okay. Um, effect, effectually, that means he's effective at work in you, energizing and creating in you the power and desire both to will and to work for his good pleasure, satisfaction, and delight. So uh, this scripture, I can just spread it on toast. I love this scripture so much. It is a comforting scripture. Why? Because it means that you don't have to come up with your own strength. Right? How many of you are, are like tired? Like, you know, if I could push my way through it, and I was really good at barreling my, my way through it until honestly, I just, couldn't barrel anymore. And I reached a crisis point in my life. And that's actually when I reached out to the Lord and, and like, I can't do this. He's like, well, good. I can. This is, this works for me. Um, not in your first God who is all the while. So, which means God is never about, uh, he never gets distracted. Uh, he never gets on a different project. You know what I mean? He's always about, uh, conforming you to the image of Christ in order for you to be conformed into the image of Christ, that means your mind needs to be renewed, right? So he's always about that. He's always wooing your heart. He's always about that. So he's never neglectful. Okay. He's never disinterested. He's never, you may get frustrated with you, but God is just not frustrated with you. <laughs> you're not the hardest nut to crack. Okay. Uh, you are his delight. And remember the first attribute of love is patience. Ding to ding ding. Right. The second attribute is kindness. Okay. Those are the R statements of, 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 of what God is or who God is. He's patient and kind. And he says, get to know me, learn of me, and me come below at heart, and I will give you rest. So he's effectually at work in you, energizing, creating you the power and desire. Wow. 
So I was kind of tired, honestly, uh, full disclosure, uh, to do this session. Um, I took my little B vitamin and I was like, Jesus, you need to like energize, uh, because, uh, my energy sources were dipping and he is so faithful to do that. He energizes you and creates in you. I love this, the power. So how many, we just need some power. Like sometimes we, you know, we're, we're kind of stuck. We need power and desire. So sometimes I love this because your want to matters. Let me say this again. Your want to matters. If, if love is patient and love is kind, that means he cares about what you want. Now, sometimes there are things that we should want that we don't want. And there are things that we want that we shouldn't want. And this is not a, you know, um, sort of finger pointing there. Let me put it, let me, let me rephrase it. Okay. There are things that we want that are bad for us and things that we don't want that are good for us. Right. Um, how many of you quick quiz really feel like forgiving people that have really hurt you? Like I, I'm so feeling it. I'm like, okay, <laughs> right? You don't feel like it, but if you want to be free, which by the way, feels amazing, right? So if you're wanting to feel the freedom, forgiveness needs to happen. And sometimes, and I've said this before, but I'll say it again. We need to forgive a sinless God because it kind of felt like he sinned. Like, where were you? Why did you let this happen? You know, um, why did you let what shouldn't have happened happen? Why didn't you do what should have happened? And that didn't happen. And so sometimes we really do need to do that. So it's a, that feeling, but he's able to energize and create in you the power and desire. And let me just say this. Let me just help you. Oh my goodness. This is so good. You are holy. Yes, you are. I don't know what you looked at the internet last night or you know, if you gave someone the flying finger or, you know, whatever it was that may not have been in the image of righteousness and true holiness. Okay. <laughs> um, but you are holy. You are holy because you're created in the image and likeness of the one who is holy and beautiful. And another word for holiness is wholeness. So that is your identity. Like that is, if you want an in Christ thing to stick on your poster, I'm holy. He said, be holy because I'm holy. Well, you can be holy because you're just like him in his image and likeness. So that is original identity <clears throat> that God messed with. Okay. Not foundationally in the sense that you, that you have a sin nature, but that you, you think you have a sin nature. <laughs> and as a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. So if we think we have this, then we act out of it. Right. So that's that fallen identity. That mistaken identity, which another word for that is hamartia, which is ha without martia, which is form without form. You have a, you have a misidentified form identity. Um, and out of that place, we do sinful behavior and it's a level playing ground. Um, and we all need help. So we need a God who is all the while effectually. He's effective. He works energizing and creating in us the power. 
Thank you, Jesus. There's no uh, dimmed wattage in heaven, right? And the desire to will and to work for his good pleasure and satisfaction and delight. So if people that are connecting with who they really are, they want to do holy things. Now, it's not obnoxious holy, okay? Like, it's not holier than thou, okay? That's annoying. That's just called uh, religiously annoying. So stop that. Don't do that. <laughs> but in the place where you want to love as he loves, that's holy, right? And he gave us that one commandment, right? That is whole. That is the the greatest expression of your holiness or wholeness is to love as he loves. And that's other giving, self-sacrificing uh, love that at times says no to maybe a lustful desire that takes from people or, you know, says no to, wow, uh, you are really uh, enraged at you. So I want to pinch your head off. You know, I want to ball you out on Facebook or whatever that it, we say no to that. Why that we have the ability to control ourselves because we are holy people. And um, we want to be like the person of love, like Jesus Christ and are patient and kind. And so we're operating in that. So he empowers that, right? So in that place where he empowers that, we get to project in our future what we want, what is true, noble, right, purely, lovely, admirable, excellent, praiseworthy, beautiful. And we can project that into our future and walk into that future, which means if you want an upgrade in your future, you need to get an upgrade in how you think and how you see yourself. And a lot of times you need to take it back to how you see God, okay, how you see yourself and then how you're thinking. What's What are the limiting ideas? Well, if I'm powerful, so if I think in my mind that I'm helpless and I'm just going to pick the wrong guy every time or, you know, whatever that is, okay, well, Ding, 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 ding. That's not a powerful thought. That's a victim thought, right? But you will draw to yourself. And the law of attraction, I know it's kind of new ages, but no one, no one freaked. Just everybody chill. It was a Jesus idea. Now, not everything works by that. I'm not going to think of, you know, um, you know, pretty butterflies and things like that. And then butterflies. But we do draw things to ourselves, right? Because as a man thinks in his heart, so is he, right? That's just, that's actually a Jesus thing. Okay. Um, so he's affectionate, affectionate work in you, energizing, creating you the power and desire to will and work for his good pleasure, satisfaction, delight. Now, the one funny ca caveat on that to me, sorry, and I am yours, my sense of humor may not be yours. <laughs> um, but for me, I always wanted to be, wanted things to work out for my good pleasure, satisfaction, delight. So I have a little problem with this scripture, if I were honest. Okay. And so I had to have some discussions because I thought, well, you know, if it's your good pleasure, satisfaction, delight, what if your good pleasure, satisfaction, delight means, you know, I need to, um, I don't know, work with lepers and that's not on my heart to do, right? <laughs> well, I mean, the bottom line, he's able to create in you the power and desire. Okay. So he's able to create a passion for something that you may not have had a passion for, but we have to recognize that God is love, which means he's lovely. And that he is a God of pleasure. He is a God who is delightful. When he created us, he put us in the Garden of Eden, which is the Garden of Delight. He created everything beautiful because he's a beautiful God. So, of course, his creation is going to be beautiful, especially you. By the way, just wanted to remind you, 
just in case you needed some reminding. So his good pleasure, satisfaction, delight is going to be pleasurable, satisfying, and delightful because he's pleasurable, satisfying, and delightful. And if for some reason he's not feeling that way, you probably need an upgrade with how you see God. And that's not a condemnation thing. You're not doing something wrong, but you're relating to God in a wrong way. And, and, and maybe there's scripture that you're having a hard time interpreting and you're, and you're thinking, well, how can a God of wrath be pleasurable, satisfaction, delightful, that kind of thing? Well, his wrath is for you, not against you. His wrath is against anything that comes against you that molests his kids. He is other giving love. So his wrath is against everything that is not of love's kind. So whatever is love's kind is going to be ding, 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 lovely. <laughs> and that's what he wants for you. If when he, when he said, I, I've come to give you life more abundantly to the full till it overflows. Well, that means it's abundant. It's full. And it's not just a little dab. It is overflowing. And wherever we're not tracking with that, well, we just need upgrades. We need the trans being transformed by the renewing of our minds. And, you know, and sometimes in our transformation and the renewing of our minds, we need to be operating according to wisdom. This is not grody wisdom. This is not, well, you just need to be wise. Well, we do need to be wise, but wise is life-giving, right? Riches and honor, you know, long life is on her left hand, riches and honor on her right hand. So, I mean, you know, these are all the goodies <laughs> that you want, Right. Uh, if, if all of the, the health and there are things that are wise, that's why he's given us self-control. So, wow. So maybe shooting up in the corner may not be a good idea. You know, maybe we actually need to deal with our pain. So we're not medicating our pain, right? All of these different things. Um, let me go to read this, um, in the Passion Translation. So verse 13, it says, God will, Philippians 4, 13, God will continually revitalize you. Oh, I vote for that. <laughs> Implanting within you the passion to do what pleases him. Let me just ask you, if that's scary for you, you need an upgraded vision of who got it. What do you think pleases God? And I can hear about 25 people say obedience. Yes, kind of, maybe, depending what you mean by that. <laughs> what about, uh, what pleases you as a parent? Um, the thing that delights a parent that loves their kids the most is seeing their kids operating in the fullness of who they are. They're happy, they're, um, they're joyful, they're free, they're giving, they're loving, they're beautiful. They've got their innate brilliance and they're firing on all cylinders. They're prospering and being unhealthy, even as their soul prospers. Okay. <laughs> it's the unveiling of the sons and daughters of God. And since you look just like, I love all your answers. You guys are so awesome. We have love. We have trust. We have fellowship. Absolutely. Because that pleases him as you were unveiled in the fullness of who you are, then the purposes that you were created for before the foundation of the world, those get to be unveiled, right? Those get to be unveiled. And so whatever's, what pleases him is you living in fullness, 
you living in fullness. Now, this is not like I'm, I'm hoarding everything and I'm king of the mountain and, or queen of the mountain and I'm a diva and I, you know, I get anything I want and I'm high maintenance. And no, that's called, uh, being a brat. Okay. <laughs> Self, um, you know, um, high maintenance is not a fruit of the spirit. Okay. <laughs> right. Entitlement is not a fruit of the spirit. Okay. But receiving fullness because you believe that he's lovely and wants to give you the desires of your heart, all of those things that pleases him. You know, you know, when I, when, when I know something is going to thrill my kids, I can't wait. Like I'm peeing in my pants waiting to get this to my children. Right. It's like, yes, that is the hat. That's Christmas morning. Right. You want to see the delight, um, the joy. Uh, you want to see your kids thriving, right? You want to see your kids fulfilled. You want to see your kids um, powerful and making choices and operating in ways that are mature in the best sense of the word and 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 um, uh, life giving and powerful. You want them to be seeing who they are, firing on all cylinders. And you see that is what pleases him right? So you being unveiled in the image and likeness. See, creation is groaning for you to be unveiled. Why? Because creation is in bondage. And people who are part of creation are in bondage. And, and, and so very often um, someone else's um, uh, unveiling and release from bondage is going to be directly to re related to your unveiling and release from bondage. And so that is what pleases him, right? So that's why we need to be transformed by the renewing of our minds. So what is it in our minds? What is it in our subconscious? What is the place that when you say, wow, you know, uh, God is able to help you do what pleases him and something comes up and he was like, oh my God, he's going to send me somewhere awful or I'm going to have to forsake pleasure of any kind or, you know, oh, got to give that up or where God gets to be this gigantic killjoy and drag. Okay. If that's coming up in you, that needs to be dealt with because it's not who he is because he's lovely and he's loved. Now he's not creating entitled little brats. Okay. But he is creating uh, sons and daughters who know who they are and enjoy. Trust not on uncertain riches, but in the living God who richly gives us all things to enjoy. So how much did he give you to enjoy? All things. Did he give you all things? Uh, you know, like you got to eat your Brussels sprouts and everything's a drag. You know, we got to eat kale all day long. <laughs> okay. No, he richly gives you all things to enjoy, to enjoy. He wants you to enjoy your life, to have and enjoy your life. And that is delightful. That's what pleases him. So in the place where we're projecting something yucky into our future, we're not tracking with a God who is lovely. Um, let me uh, uh, get, bring another scripture to bear. This one's a really great one. Uh, this is actually from the NIV. We're, we're, we're uh, hopping around in our different translations because, let me just help you, um, there's different revelation that can come from different, uh, from just different perspectives, different takes on it, which is great. So you're not, um, getting one translation's kind of, um, uh, slants and filters, 
but you're also able to enjoy the fruit and the beauty of what they're getting. So it's like talking, it's like different, talking to different teachers and preachers and things like that. This gets the beauty of what they're tracking with. So uh, Philippians 4.18, NIV, uh, the path of the righteous is like the morning sun shining ever brighter till the full light of day. Now, ding, 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 ding. Let me just help you. If anybody has a tendency to disqualify yourself or others, um, he who knew no sin became sin that we might be made what? Oh yeah. The righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. <laughs> so it's based on what Christ did, what Jesus did for you as humanity. Okay. And you as a human being that made you righteous not your behavior. Now let's do the good behavior because there's, there are consequences for crappy behavior, not because God's a punisher, but because you're powerful and you have, you can make choices and you can make good choices. And if you make bad choices, uh, you ask forgiveness, you clean up your mess the best you can, and you keep, you forgive yourself and you keep on trucking. So, uh, so the path of the right, the path that God has laid out for you as a righteous, holy, a whole son and daughter, beautiful in his image and likeness, powerful son and daughter is like the morning sun. So what does the morning sun do? Well, number one, it dispels darkness, right? It, and it is glorious in all these beautiful colors and shades and it springs forth and lights up everything that is seen. And that's your future. It's like that. Shining ever brighter till the full light of day. So let me just say this. If it's not looking like the full light of day, God's not done yet. (laughs) It is not over till we win. Yes. And so... That's, that's an ongoing, that's your path. And so, you know, and and if you stray from the path, well, I mean, just get on the path. It's okay. (laughs) Recalculating, recalculating, you know, our screw ups and our, our idiocy where we have operated in cycles and, and and projected crappy past into our future. So we're repeating crappy stuff. Well, ding, 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 ding. Guess what? You get a new day. And it's not over. And you're empowered because he's all the while effectually at work in you, energizing and creating in you the power and desire to willing to work for his good pleasure, satisfaction, and delight. Right? Um, let me read it in the Passion Translation because it's really beautiful. I'm sorry. I just glanced it to make me happy. Okay. Uh, but the lovers of God, that's you, walk on the highway of light. And their way shines brighter and brighter until they bring forth the perfect day. So you are walking on a highway of light. And let me just quick quiz. (laughs) Uh, I am the light of the world. Who's the light of the world? You're walking on Christ. You're in Christ. He's in you. And you're walking on him. He is your foundation. And in that pathway, it is a path of light right? So you're walking, you're undergirded by light and understand you are full of light because um, uh, Christ in you, the hope of glory. Well, this is hope fulfilled, hope revealed, right? Hope materialized. Yes. 
And their way shines brighter and brighter until they bring forth the perfect day. So you are so powerful that as you're walking undergirding by Christ, who loved you and gave himself up for you, who is the one who said, take my yoke upon you, learn of me. I'm meek, humble, lowly. I'm going to sustain you and I will give you rest. I will undergird you. I am your strength, right? I am the one that has marked out your path right? That you're his workmanship recreating Christ Jesus to do the good works, which he prearranged and made ready for you to live in, right? So these are the things that he's done before the foundation of the world. <laughs> Pretty masterful and amazing and lovely. And he's the one that's undergirding that. And as you're walking that out, you are literally being unveiled and the glory in you is being released out of that. And you are bringing forth the perfection, the completion, the light. You are the manifestation of the sons and daughters of God, right? That creation is groaning for because you bring about freedom because you're walking in the light as he is in the light, right? And you can have fellowship with uh, Father God, Jesus, and Holy Spirit, right? And the glory in him will be manifest as the glory in you. And that is your destiny. And you can track with it and and um, uh, flow with it. You know, you're not going to do it perfectly, but that's okay. <laughs> right? And it's quicker. The fastest way is through. Or you can fight it, which is, you know, kicking against the goad, right? Kicking against, you know, it's like, hello, okay, all right, we, we can do that. Because we have free will to do all sorts of stupid things. Or we have free will to do brilliant things. And so we can pick brilliant, and then if we pick stupid, or sometimes we're just confused and we don't know what to pick, and that's okay. He's with you every step of the way. You know, I, I love the um, uh, Paul Young in the shack, if uh, kind of quote-ish that, because I'm not saying word for word. And he was saying, you know, um, uh, Mac, the main character, was asking Jesus, you know, do, do all, all paths lead, to, you know, to, to, to you? And he said, well, most paths lead nowhere but I'm with everybody on their path. And isn't that beautiful? So as you're with him and, and practicing and abiding in him and him and you will bear much fruit and he will guide you into the path of the righteous, a righteous way, a whole way, a glorious way, a pleasurable way of, of walking in union with him that leads to the perfect day and that the, the beauty that he has for your future will grow brighter and brighter and brighter. And that's what he has for you. So you don't have to uh, operate just because it has been. Well, I got news for you. Uh, just because it has been is it was. And it doesn't have to continue to be. And sometimes this is a process. That's okay. You know, let me tell you, don't get frustrated if it's a process and you're not getting kind of the magic wand. Bing! You know, listen, you are worth the process. Whatever process it takes to help get you to, unveiled and, and whole and all of these different things, um, you are worth it. You are worth it. So maybe you can love as Christ loves and you can love yourself and say, you know what? Okay, I'm going to cooperate in the process. I'm going to be patient and kind with myself in the process. And I'm going to be patient and kind with other people in their process. Probably a good idea.
and you can walk into a future that frees you from a past of pain, of bondage, of poverty, of, I mean, you name it, right? And you can walk in that glorious way. And God is there to help you every step of the way. He's wild about you. He adores you. He adores you when you're brilliant. He adores you when you're an idiot. He adores you when you're clueless. He just adores you. And so just let him do that. And love will lead you because he's a person and he never fails. Yeah. So anyway, I hope this has been a blessing for you today. Uh, I think I will um, promote my Mark by Love book. Uh, a lot of you have read this. So if you have, yay. Um, but I, I think uh, the night, well, there's a lot of really great things about this book. And I can say that um, not because I'm so brilliant or anything, um, but because this is kind of my, my engagement with the Lord that took 20 years to write in three months. <laughs> and so, um, and it has uh, love encounter breaks to help you engage with a person of love in every place where your subconscious is, um, it, it feels so true that, you know, I'm, I'm not worthy. I can't trust anybody. I'm broken. I'm addicted. I'm blah, 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 all the stupid stuff. Right. And, um, so with that, um, can help you get past that and help you encounter God in those places because you will not leave the same way you went in. And sometimes it's subtle breakthroughs in a process and sometimes it's big breakthroughs and usually it's a combination of both. But if you will be patient and kind to yourself, then you can let love minister what he has for you as he encounters you in those places, heals those places and upgrades you on the other side. And it is so transformational amazing because he is transformational amazing so if you're interested in getting that um it is on amazon on um and i do have a free chapter by the way if you want to check it out <laughs> uh on my on my website you can go to katherinetune.com uh you can find the book there you can find the free chapter there i have all sorts of other f freebies uh, so take advantage of that and i so appreciate you share this with someone who needs it love you guys have a great day bye-bye Thanks for joining us on this episode of Perspectives with Catherine Toon. For additional information and resources, please visit catherinetoon.com.